With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by Getco Cafe and Market, where, Tom, there's always fresh food and fresh drinks ready for you to order and assemble at anything that you want. And they've got curbside pickup. It's a great option for you, especially, you know, all that that snow that's going on out there. If you get that curbside delivery, you don't got to go in, stay inside your car, stay nice and warm and toasty. It's a great option right now. There you go. (laughs) Loving it. Um, but Tom, let's talk about the big news in Pittsburgh from uh, from Wednesday, and that's Kevin Colbert speaking to the media, addressing some of the key things. Now, the, the thing that everyone is going to be talking about is how he addressed Ben Roethlisberger's contract situation. Now, we know uh, Art Rooney came out and said uh, and said that you know that something needs to change with his contract to make this work with his team. Ben said he's willing to do whatever he needs. Uh, Kevin Colbert came out and said uh, the following quote, as we sit here today, Ben Roethlisberger is a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm sure he's going to want to see that kind of team that we, what kind of team we can keep together in 2021. And from that, Tom, there's a lot of considerations about, does that mean that he's definitely going? A lot of people went right to, well, this is the, you know, this, this looks, sounds a lot like when Heinz Ward, you know, left the Steelers or when Troy Polamalu retired, you know, what, you know, what, what happened with those, but I took this as more of a, like, we don't know what our cap situation is and we're not going to settle on a number with him until we, we, we do know what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, you're absolutely right in, in the sense that, you know, look, because of the pandemic, everything got thrown off as far as what the cap number is going to be. I don't know. And I don't even know if they'll, they will have uh, the new television deals done uh, by the start of what is the new year in the NFL, which is, uh, I think, March 17th. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, if I'm correct. So it's going to be one of those things that it's kind of an agonizing thing, I think, for fans and, you know, maybe for Ben, too, although, I, you know, uh, he may have an idea and they may have an idea. But I, I think they're just going to have to wait and wait and see where it goes and then decide both parties if it's all worth it. You know, you know do, does he want to come back? I think I don't think the money is as much an issue with him. I'm sure it is a little bit, but of, uh, more of okay, what what kind of surrounding cast uh, am I going to have if I you know take this and it and is it um, is it going to be enough to make sure that we're at least a playoff contender? Um, so that that's where this all kind of is going to take a few more weeks to work itself out. Um, you know, you hate to almost say this, but you just I think back to man Kobe Bryant's last season with mm-hmm. the Lakers, and uh, you know, just you'd hate to see. You just hate to even thinking of the Lakers and or the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger kind of going out uh, the way that Kobe did. Although eighty points would be great or whatever. He had yeah, his last eighty-one game. points in a, in a game. 
but the season itself wasn't a very uh, satisfying. Um, yeah, but but those Lakers, I think, were also in a very like those Lakers were just Kobe. Like that, that was it was like look yeah. that we're. Well, that's what I'm saying is if if if, if, you're, if you're in a situation where it's just Ben Roethlisberger and you weren't able to sign half half of the guys that you really wanted to keep around uh, from a team that really kind of struggled down the stretch and got beat pretty bad by the Browns in the playoffs, got beat twice in a row by the Browns. Uh, do you want to necessarily come back and go through that? Uh, so I, I think it's, I think, it, I guess I'm, what I'm saying in the long term, it's going to take a couple more weeks to, to kind of get the lay of the land and who's going to be able to come back. And is Roethlisberger going to be willing to accept kind of that, you know, this is who we have left and here's what, here's what money we can give you. We just don't have those answers today. I mean, we don't have those answers, but, but again, I don't, I don't see the Steelers as just being some, some team that has nothing in the cupboards left. I mean, again, you got a first team, all pro guy in TJ Watt, a first team, all pro uh, safety in Mika Fitzpatrick, a linebacker who was, who's going, who was a huge part of the defense before he got hurt. And they were able to piece things around until they were having to rely on, you know, fourth string safeties to play inside linebacker. And then Bud Dupree goes, like there were a lot of things that happened to get to that point of the stretch where they didn't play well. And I think part of it is also, Ben Roethlisberger took too much control of that offense. I think part of what has to happen is they have to say, look, uh, let's get the cap number. When we get the cap number, then we know how much we got to cut from cut from Ben's salary from this year or move it to 2022 or whatever, what have you. And then we'll know, okay, we, we can resign Zach Banner for this, this much. Cause that that's, that pretty much seems like that's a given. There's no reason to bring back Alejandro Villanueva. Like there's a lot of guys on this long list of free agents that aren't, it's it's not like the like it's not like the Lakers who when when they lost Shaq and when they lost you know Derek Fisher and Robert like it wasn't like they they're losing all their core pieces you know Juju's a big hit and Bud's a big hit but the rest of the guys are very replaceable and I think that some of the guys are guys that are will come back if if you again their their contract situation is not nearly as dire as people make it out to be if you look at Spotrac they're only fourteen million dollars over the cap. You re, you restructure Ben that clears out most of it. You restructure to it, DeCastro, uh, Nelson guys that you're probably or, or you know and you, if you want to throw out DeCastro, fine. You could bring in another guy that's, that's younger, but you do those that gets you more than over the hump, and then that gives you the space to say, hey, let's let's keep let's bring back Cameron Sutton, let's bring back Zach Banner, and then again you got three top receivers that that you've drafted in the past three four years. Um, and you can get a guy in the fifth rounder later that becomes your fourth option as a receiver. I think that's fine. And you invest in the offensive line and get a running game. I don't. I don't think that that's that's far. I like. I honestly don't see this team as being like, oh, they're going five and eleven next year, um, un- unless Ben retires. They get nobody, and they are living with Racing Rudolph, and then they go through similar injury problems. I just that's that's where I struggle with. Like, I don't think this is a Kobe situation in the sense that like that team had nothing, and they were and they were that bad. This is. This is a team that has a core that can go into the future. They just need to retool in certain position groups. Yeah, I I think they're. I don't know. I, I just they they feel like to me. Um, they feel now. Of course, I thought the Browns were eight and eight last year, and then they they just they they just feel like they are in a little bit of a decline here. And I, I'm not saying anything. And if you have Ben Roethlisberger back, you've got a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, I just think we, we always have to wait a couple of weeks to see where we are. 
I was just saying that, that that's not what Ben would want to go through. Oh, oh, he wouldn't want to have a losing season. Absolutely right. not. Like that, that, that's more of what I was saying with Kobe. I'm not expecting them to go 17 and 65 or whatever they did uh, <laughs> with Kobe's last year. But he, I, I don't think he would want to go out if he thought the team did not have a chance to make the playoffs. I, I don't know if he would necessarily want that. So, again, I think it's more of just waiting to see when the dust settles here in a couple of weeks if they can make the move and they'll probably have an idea if he, if he accepts a certain number, how many guys they can bring back, right. Provided they have the answer to the cap question by then. So of course, when you talk about Ben Roethlisberger, you also kind of got to talk about Mason Rudolph because he's on the final year of his contract as well, Tom and Mason. There were some interesting comments from Kevin Colbert about him as well. And you and I have talked about what's the, you know, there is no plan in place that, you know, Art Rooney already said, if Ben's not back, they're adding a person to the quarterback room uh, for next season, no matter what, no matter what happens. If if Ben's not not there, they need somebody else. But Kevin Colbert kind of showed, you know, there's a little bit of more faith in Mason, but he still has to prove it. I'm basing that off of these two quotes. One. Uh, he says that uh, Colbert says that uh, the game that he started against Cleveland this year was the best game that he played for the Steelers. And it was a very encouraging to see him play the way he did in that game. But then he also said that this is the final year of his rookie contract. And that I think and he said, quote, I think Mason is going to want to prove who he is. So hearing that, Tom, I hear, hey, we liked what you did there, buddy. But the, you got to actually show us something with this season. Well, if, if let's piggybacking off the last segment let's say uh ben doesn't resign and he retires or 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 goes somewhere else i would think would be more of a retirement uh and then you it's just then then he's then mason rudolph is kind of you know has one year to show the steelers what he's about he would probably get the chance to be the starting quarterback i don't know if there would be a comp even a competition maybe Dwayne haskins who was a former number one number first round draft pick yeah they would open it up to some kind of competition but it also gives the Steelers one year to because I don't think you're you're not drafting if if, if, again if Roethlisberger leaves I don't think you're using that number one pick on a quarterback that low in the first round right no you maybe maybe bringing a quarterback in to develop a little bit down the road in the draft but you're kind of eyeing your quarterback the following season right I would think that would be that would be my thought. Um, so, and then you're you're addressing what we talked about earlier, the running game and and the offensive line, and that did then that that just it gives Mason Rudolph one year to prove himself. You know, it, you know, if, if you're going to be the starting quarterback, you've got sixty a rack of sixteen games to show us that that you're worthy of being resigned here. And I think neither side can ask for anything more. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you're going to be. It's going to be a tough situation with Mason and Rudolph because you're going to say, OK, just and again, you're coming into this into the season. If Mason's your guy, you're saying, look, look, buddy, just don't lose us the game. We got it. We got a heck of a defense over here. They probably that they probably picked a top running back this year and they probably invest in the offensive line. Take your shots when they're there, but don't try to be Superman. Um, and don't make the you'll know, have the turnovers that, that kill the team. And I think that'll be their their ticket to how they try to win games. If again, if Mason's the guy, uh, but but like, you know, like something Dale and I have talked a lot about uh, about a lot is that. This doesn't like this isn't the year to go get the quarterback because you got to invest in offensive line and running back. But next year, even if they don't go five and 11 or they, they don't have a top 
15 pick next year. Say they get the 24th pick all over again next year. They're probably going to have two third round comp picks based off of losing Bud Dupree and Juju Smith-Schuster this year free agency, which we assume that that, that is going to happen. If that if that occurs, then you look at that and you say those third round comp picks, you could start packaging those together with a move that says, hey, either we're trading up in the draft to get a guy or you package that all together and you say, hey, random team with a quarterback that that's trying to part from you as we see that that's quite abundant this year maybe here's a package that we can offer you to get a veteran over here and see what happens until the Steelers want to take their shot at, at the heir apparent in the draft yeah I think what your translation was in all of what you just said things can change in a hurry in the NFL you Matthew Stafford uh, on the move or Jared Goff on the move uh, last offseason, or maybe even Carson Wentz. Or Carson the- Wentz. Or Deshaun oh, yeah. Watson. He, Deshaun Watson signed a, a super deal with the Texans, and now he's gone. Uh, it's, it's, he, he wants to go. He's not gone yet. But it drives me nuts, Tom, just to see how fast things move sometimes. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I love the fact that it's it's becoming more like the NBA. I, I do. It, it, it's so much more fun because the NBA free agency is a blast. It's exactly what the NFL needs. For years, there were never any trades it was just boring. Uh, it's great. I mean, Deshaun Watson. Good luck to him wherever he goes. He ends up. I like the. I like the idea of players taking more control uh, because it, it's a very cruel and it's a very hard league for a lot of these guys, and it doesn't last very long. So uh, good for Deshaun Watson for taking ownership of his career and getting a chance to play. And I just love the player movement. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh, they, they kind of like the, the fact that the NFL is the one league where you kind of can, you know, for sure the guys are going to stay most of their career in one place as long as they're good. I think it's boring. I think I, I like the movement. I like the, <laughs> the, the, the offseason chaos. chaos. It, 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 it fills a lot of time on Java, right? It does. You're, you know, now we're not just throwing stuff up there. We're, we're, we're actually talking about substantive things here. In, in mid-February about maybe quarterbacks being on the move next year. Mm. Uh, I think it's great. So, Tom, speaking of free agents and moving in all the drama, of course, in Pittsburgh, everyone has been talking about J.J. Watt and would he want to come play for his brothers and all this love, brotherly love stuff with Derek Watt and T.J. Watt and who's going to be the favorite uncle. But at the end of the day, a lot of this comes down to cash money and being able to win. And J.J. Watt, who's now a free agent, can pick from any team that he wants to, to go to. He has that range. He's a three-time defensive MVP. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's happening. According to Peter King, among the teams who are more than interested, quote-unquote, in J.J. Watt are the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, the Tennessee Titans, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Green Bay Packers. Now, we've heard other reports that have said the Steelers are in that, that, that running as well, but a lot of these teams, like the Colts, um, uh, like, like, the, uh, like the Browns, they've got cap space to work with right now. Like the Colts have 78, according to spot rack have $78 million in cap space. That's a lot of money that you could throw around and get a TJ Watt. The Steelers on the other hand, they're over $14 million. Like they got to do work to get guys in. If he came to Pittsburgh, Tom, we, and this has been said all week, he would take a, he'd have to take a ridiculously huge discount from what he could earn somewhere else. But, it does make sense to me that he would look around and say, where could I go that would compete 
and pay me. And I mean, uh, uh, Mary Cabot from Cleveland, she brought up the point. What about what about the Browns? And he said that uh, JJ Watt has a lot of interest in the Browns. They're close to Pittsburgh, so he could they, he could visit his family a lot, and they're a competitor, and they could pay him. Yeah, I think uh, I'd like to see him play for the Penguins. Have you ever seen the guy shoot a puck? <laughs> I have not, but it makes sense. He's from Wisconsin. Everybody can shoot a puck up there. Oh, he's a really good skater, and he can shoot. Where he wore ninety nine for Wayne Gretzky. That's why. He <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's a great storyline, you know, if he comes right. here and if he wants to win his brothers and take that kind of discount, then you know what they, they've, he's earned that right. If, if that's what he wants to do, but boy, if, he, if he's out there to look if, to win a championship and give himself a little bit longer runway, he's what he's going to be 32 years old. Yes. I give himself a couple of years. Uh, you would think he might go elsewhere. Right. I mean, go to a contender, uh, you know, boy, it certainly will ruffle feathers if he ends up going to Cleveland, but you could see, you know, put him opposite end of Miles Garrett or put him somewhere on the line. Now, now, you know, I say all this, uh, I'm sure he's going to be highly motivated. He's certainly, uh, but his last couple of years, he's just been, he's been okay. I mean, we're talking about a three-time defensive player of the year. Exactly, yeah. And who's, who's the reason he's been okay is last year. The good news was he did play all 16 games. Yes. I think he, I think he's been, run down with some of the injuries. I think he, he might get a, 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 a fresh, a fresh chance to go somewhere else. Uh, we, I think we can re- revigorate him. Some of those other teams, I mean, Buffalo, look at Buffalo. You, you have to think they're going to contend for the next couple of years. The chiefs obviously are going to be there. Uh, some of those other teams to me make more sense. If you were doing it to have a couple of opportunities to win a title uh, we talked in the first segment, if Ben's coming back, it's probably only for a year. Uh, right. So, you know, what are you doing that next year? And if Ben doesn't come back, are you, you know, you're, you're not in a situation, you're probably not going to be, you may not be competing for a playoff spot anyway. So it would, it would surprise me uh, quite a bit if he ended up with the Steelers and he would be doing it to me just to play with his brothers, which again, would be wonderful. It was a great story. And uh, I'm sure uh, TJ and Derek would love it. And the parents would love it because they only have to be going to one game a week in <laughs> Pittsburgh. But uh, I think, I, I think the other, the other options make more sense if he wants to win a title. Now, and see, here's the thing. If you want to win a title, but also if you're going somewhere else, he's not giving you that same discount that he would to be like, Hey, I'll do this for this. Um, Cause you look at the chiefs, the chiefs cap situation is worse than the Steelers right now. Yeah. Uh, the, the Packers, they only got about a few hundred thousand, you know, better of a situation, a few hundred thousand dollars better of a cap situation. The bills, they are they're only three they're about 3.8 million dollars under the cap right now they've got to make some moves to to sign people that they need this offseason like there's a lot of teams that you're looking at you know maybe the arizona cardinals to reunite with deandre hopkins they've got 19.5 million dollars that might that might make sense maybe he goes to the ravens because they were in the playoffs and made the divisional round and they've got 28.9 million dollars or like i said the browns with 29.7 million make a lot of sense um you know, and, and but again, I, I see the Colts with a ton of money to throw around. That would be the place that I think would make a lot of sense because a they were just in the playoffs. B they have a lot of a lot built around. They do need a quarterback, but they have a lot of else built around. He'll have other defensive players to work with who are setting a tone there, like Darius Leonard. And C he'll get to stick it to the Texans two times a year with with the Colts. So that's just where I think that that makes the most sense because he could still make. 
you know, 10 plus million dollars a year, play on a competitive team, stick it to the Colts and, you know, and, and still be, you know, be maybe contending next year. So that, I think there's a lot of places that make sense, but I'm with you. It, it, it's a great storyline. It would be lovely and all this fun stuff for him to come to the Steelers. But reality says, go where you, you go, where the money goes and you go what, with where, what's the best fit. Can we get off topic for just a second and sure. wonder how the Houston Texans can go from DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, and J.J. Watt to what they are? The right hoodos. I mean, it's, <laughs> that takes some major league screwing up. Uh, I don't think that's the best ownership group in the world. Uh, it's it's incredible where, where that organization was. I can remember being in a game a couple of years ago when Deshaun was a, a rookie and thinking, Oh my God, this team's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And just hard to imagine how far they have fallen in, in the dysfunction that they've kind of fallen into. Uh, so JJ is going to be on the move, whether it's in Pittsburgh, I don't think so. Uh, and it'll be boy, if he goes to Cleveland, it's going to be really interesting. Oh man. Uh, Gonna be really interesting next year or two. Twice a year, that that would be crazy. And, and but you're right, the Texans. I mean, they had everything lined up. They looked like they were gonna be having a, a, a serious up. But Bill O'Brien chasing away DeAndre Hopkins the way he did started the. I mean, just the ridiculous. I mean, the, the, the way he said that uh, that DeAndre Hopkins' baby mama was coming around the team and that was a problem. And he was and DeAndre's like. You had no problem when Tom Brady brought his like it's like all the things that the Texans just mishandled and then how they got nothing for DeAndre Hopkins. And now J.J. Watt, I've always said for years, he is Captain America of the NFL. He's like Steve Rogers, like he 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 could do no wrong. He fights for you every single play, even when he's older, he's still kicking butt for you. And he's he's the true American way. And you've made him not want to play for you no more. Like like that's how bad it got. And now Deshaun Watson, who just got paid, is like, get me out of here. Yeah, I, I mean, J.J. Watt, one thing we can say about him, he's again, we don't know any of these guys, but some true. of the stuff that he's done uh, uh, for the hurricane a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and the project with him, uh, with a, the insurance company of cleaning plastic out of the water. Uh, seems like a really good guy and just really seems like a bad idea to alienate a guy who's that good of a person or seems to be in that good of a football player.